Hi, I'm Terry Marciello. Welcome again to our show, Let's Be Candid About Elder Issues. Today, I'm very happy to say uh, that we have Maureen Hickey, the Executive Director from the Wilmington Housing Authority, to sit down and speak with us today a little bit about housing. Housing, as we know, has been in discussion for, oh my gosh, it's always, that and transportation that seems to be the number one discussion uh, for everyone in the community. So what better resource to have than Maureen herself to be here with us? Um, and I thought we would kind of go over a little bit about the procedure. She could give us a little more information about Deming Way. Um, and so what better way to do it than to get right into it? Okay. So welcome. Thank you so Thank much you, for Terry. coming today. Thank you for having me. Um, Maureen, first of all, before we begin, how many years have you been in the lovely town of Wilmington? Eight years. I've been eight here years. eight years at the Wilmington Housing Authority. Oh my gosh, actually, it doesn't even seem that. I it know. seems. Oh eight my gosh, years. I'm kind of shocked when you say that. Yes. Um, so why don't you just give us a little bit about Deming Way itself as to the amount of people, um, the apartments you have, and, that, and then we can kind of go okay. from there. Um, Deming Way is our state-aided elderly housing complex. Um, we have 69 apartments. We have 40 apartments in the front, and we have a two-story building in the back that has 29 apartments. They're all one-bedroom apartments. Mm -hmm. um, we are overseen by the state, uh, the Department of Housing and Community Development. Mm -hmm. um, they're kind of our oversight agency. Uh, we follow all their regulations, um, and they are our funding source as well for things like capital improvements. Mm -hmm. um, our tenants um, pay either 30 or 25% of their income for rent, depends on which uh, development they're in. They're both mm -hmm. a little different. In the back, you pay your electric bill, which is also your heat, and so you pay 25% of your income for mm -hmm. rent. And that's a gross annual income. We do allow some deductions for out-of-pocket medical costs, um, and that usually will keep people's rents down. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But it's a nice site, it's a nice development. Uh, we're always full. I mean, we always have a very active waiting list. I know today we're going to talk about the waiting list yeah. and the application yeah. process. Um, and we also have two barrier-free units, which are wheelchair units. Mm -hmm. um, and we're lucky to have those two as well. Mm -hmm. so, um, so say if I'm a person that's um, of the age to apply for housing, what's, wh how do I begin? What do, do I have to, uh, what do I have to do to, to apply for Wilmington Housing? The first thing you have to do is fill out an application. It's called a, it's a state-aided public housing application. Actually, the state, every housing authority has the same application. Mm -hmm. um, and you fill out a standard application and you submit that to the office. And uh, once it's complete, we'll put you on the waiting list. We give you a control number. Um, we help people too. It can be overwhelming. It's, it's an eight-page document. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. sometimes we do help folks fill that out. Um, you can get the application by calling our office. Um, you can come into the office and we'll give you one. We also have a website, uh, www.wilmingtonha.org, and the applications are on our website as well. So that's the first step. And so just like you said, at that time, they would, they would get a letter. That's a letter. I haven't seen as we do work together. Yeah, <laughs> I do yeah. know. But getting a letter as to saying they're on the waiting list. Right. And they should keep that letter, correct? As you should keep that letter. That letter has your control number on it. Um, but if you called the office and you didn't have mm -hmm. that, we can look you up you know, via your last name. Mm -hmm. um, but you should keep your control number. It's a good number to have. We can look faster that mm -hmm. way. But oftentimes people... 
are uh, disappointed. We circle on the bottom. There's a, on the bottom of the letter, it says, how long of a wait do we anticipate it being? Um, and like local Wilmington residents, it could be waiting almost two years right now. Mm -hmm. uh, a local veteran, probably six to 12 months. Mm -hmm. And um, if you don't live in Wilmington, you could be looking at you know over five year wait, uh, probably even longer. So we do circle those numbers on the bottom and I mm -hmm. think folks are surprised sometimes. I think as, so long, as to how long it is, even if you're a local resident. Mm -hmm. um, so That kind of segues into the piece as to, can you um, share a little bit as to the veterans, uh, veterans piece, uh, um, whether it be a spouse or an elder themselves. Right. Um, to in public housing, you would get a preference um, for our service uh, to the country, a veteran service. Uh, you have to provide us with a discharge paper, a DD-214. Um, and if you live in Wilmington, Lou is happy to get that mm -hmm. to us. And um, you could also be the spouse of a veteran as well. Um, mm -hmm. And you'll also get that preference. That helps because then you get two preferences. You, you get your local Wilmington preference and your veterans preference. Um, and that the, the local, that's what some folks don't understand, I think, if mm -hmm. you, the local veterans will jump to the top of the list um, right. every day. So um, it's hard for the folks to understand that when they just keep getting, you know, I've been on the list longer, mm -hmm. um, but mm -hmm. it happens. Uh, something new with the state as well is that we are giving veterans preferences uh, to folks that don't live in Wilmington, mm -hmm. that folks live anywhere in the state. So that's fairly new. We'll have to see how that affects the waiting list. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, actually, Maureen just uh, shared with me right before we, yeah. we came in here about that. I was surprised to hear about that. Every time I interview someone, there's something new I'm learning about yeah. all these. So this is something learned. <laughs> I'm it is today. something new, but it gives, I think it gives folks a little flexibility. You could move to a, a town in a surrounding community. Mm -hmm. You could get that preference. Maybe your family member lives over there. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not necessarily a, a bad thing yet, but we'll mm -hmm. see. I think it will affect the list eventually, but it'll probably take a few years for us to figure out just how much. The other, the other question that comes to me, um, uh, people say often, is they're on a very fixed income. Mm -hmm. And, but they have a uh, they have a home, and they no longer can keep up the home. They're in the process of selling that, the home. Does that? Um, and I'm not going to answer. I'm going to putting it right to you. <laughs> uh, does that affect them applying for housing? How does that work to reassure people as to how that how that it, works? Yeah, it doesn't disqualify you mm -hmm. from applying. We have a lot of applicants now that own homes or are still in their homes. We do use that as an asset. It is part of the rent calculation. Mm -hmm. And then if, for example, if you do get an apartment and you do move in and then you sell the house, um, we would look at the income you gain from the house. It may also be looked at as an asset for a number of years. We try to keep, keep it so that people are eligible to stay, mm -hmm. obviously. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a big deal. That's a, a lot of folks we see. You can't afford to stay in your home anymore because it's so expensive. And that's when they come looking at because I think people are hesitant as in applying mm -hmm. uh, for the for the housing, mm -hmm. uh, thinking, well, I have this home, but obviously, as you see, they can't afford living in the right. home. And right. So I guess I also want to reassure people, don't hold back. The other thing I, I kind of, as in applying, because the waiting list is a long waiting list, mm -hmm. um, how do you feel, you know, people tend to, when, when they're in crisis, tend they to wait. react. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, how do you feel about being a little proactive as in you don't feel like you need it right this second, but in six you can foresee that things are starting to happen in your health or whatever and um, that you should be applying. How do you feel about that proactive piece? Have, we, what have I, tell, you seen? I tell a lot of people that call us, if you're unsure, send us in the application, get on the waiting list. You can say no. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if we call you and you're not ready or you, you've changed your mind, you can always say no, mm -hmm. but you can't get back that time. So I advise everybody, even if it's a thought and you're thinking two years down the road, um, you should come in and talk with us and mm -hmm. you should probably put your application in. Um, it can't hurt. It never hurts. No, no. And you can, like I said, you can always say no. Mm -hmm. Usually when people get to the top of the list, we send them a letter that says you're nearing the top of the list and that's your opportunity to decide whether you want to go forward with the screening process. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we do hear from folks that they're not quite ready. The other thing that and when people implying that can t kind of hold them back a little bit is pets. Mm -hmm. So what is your policy for housing, or I should say the state policy, for having pets for housing? The state policy for senior housing is that you can have one small pet. Um, the rule of thumb is about 25 pounds, um, one dog, one cat, um, we require a $160 deposit. Mm -hmm. um, we're also flexible with folks. We, we could, you know, work work the deposit out over a few months. Um, mm -hmm. We don't want to make it so that you can't move in or get a pet. Uh, we also require, though, that you have a backup caretaker in case you're hospitalized. Um, also, that we want um, information from the vet that the mm -hmm. the pet's up to date with their shots and that for dogs, they have a license with the town. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but we have quite a few pets now. Yes, yes, that's, <laughs> again, another piece to reassure people because, yeah. I mean, you don't want the pets to be able to hold them back of uh, being to get right. that, that I mean, yeah, some of the issues we do run across those, people have two cats or mm -hmm. two dogs, mm -hmm. and yeah, that's, that's tough. It's tough to make those decisions, but. Oh gosh, yeah. And the other thing I just wanted to mention, uh, if anyone has been uh, driving by recently uh, to Deming Way, there is this beautiful gazebo mm -hmm. um, that has been put in the, the center island. Yeah. Can you share, it's nice to hear a good story. Is, can you share a little bit about that? You're gonna put me on the spot and I can't think of his name. An Eagle Scout in mm -hmm. town last year. Oh, Nick, Nick Gorham. Mm -hmm. um, he made that his project for his um, Eagle uh, Scout Award. Mm -hmm. And uh, he worked out on it, he had some help, he raised some money, uh, it was great. We love stuff like that. We invite anybody in the community. Uh, we also have a local woman that does the flower box out front for mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. um, every year on Veterans Day, usually the Boy Scouts will come and rake leaves and mm -hmm. so, um, and the people, the people that live there like to see the kids out there too. And the other thing is a great sense of community. Um, yeah how everyone really kind of helps each other out, keeps, keeps an extra ear out for one another. Um, and I think that's another important piece of it, is that it is, it is a great sense of community for everybody. In saying that, um, uh, the other piece that uh, it's, it's really important to, to share is that you are allowed to have help come in oh, yeah, um, to provide yeah. services. I know Minuteman Senior Services is very oh, yeah. active in um, some case management down there, uh, but also, you know, there are services out there that can um, help them in their apartments right. uh, and make referrals too. Oh, the um, idea is for folks to age in place, to stay there as long as you can. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot mm -hmm. of people do with support from their family and like you said, support from the senior center, or Meals on Wheels, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's a busy place during the day. And the other thing is people get, tend to get a little apprehensive about is couples. 
Yeah, there. Share a little bit about um, a husband and wife, or we have. What do we have right now? One, two, three, four couples. Maybe we're at a high. Actually, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. it's a little tight for a couple. They're not the biggest um, apartments, uh, but most folks make it work. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe mm -hmm. the rent might might be a little higher because there's two people with two incomes. But but for a lot of folks, it's a great plan to move in and if something should happen to one of one of them then the rent is adjusted mm -hmm. immediately to just that person's income so that's a nice fail safe to have for folks um, instead if you're renting a market rate apartment somewhere and mm -hmm. your spouse passes away then you're on the hook for that that rent. that's a really good point that's a really good point um, and and the thing is is that I think that you know as you're saying you're easily not to hesitate in talking to you Oh, or, right, um, absolutely. But also, if you could mention your right-hand person, uh, Denise. Denise's last name is? Denise Brown. She's the administrative assistant. Uh, mm -hmm. Denise works 25 hours a week. I work 26 hours a week. <laughs> and Steve McDonald is our wonderful maintenance man, and he works 38 hours a week. I mean, mm -hmm. we try to cover as much as we can um, and make sure someone is always uh, on site during regular business hours. Mm -hmm. um, but Denise can help anybody also with the application process and answer questions. and. Um, and if you do come in and apply, we try to show folks an empty, a vacant apartment if we mm -hmm. have one. Mm -hmm. um, and oftentimes people really want to see what they look like. Uh, sometimes we don't have one to show you, but um, you know, then I just tell them, keep calling us. You know, eventually we'll have one, and you you can come in and see one. Now, where you're um, again covered by the state uh, with do with state regulations versus uh, we, Maureen and I were sharing it. Sometimes they think that. Uh, the, the, the town actually runs the senior housing and by no means do we, that's a state um, property. But in, in saying that, um, I actually lost my train of thought. Um, Maybe the board. Yes, the thank board you. Of directors. So the board of directors, as in that there are a group of people that um, also have the best interest of the, the residents there. So could you explain a little bit about the board? I can. Um, the Housing Authority, um, <coughs> excuse me, is overseen by a board of directors or commissioners. Um, four folks are elected by the town of Wilmington in the regular town election, and one person is appointed by the governor's office. They call that position the state appointee. Mm -hmm. uh, so there are should always be five people from the town of Wilmington that, you know, are they're, they're kind of my boss. That's mm -hmm. how that works. They hire the director, and then the director hires the other staff and oversees the daily operations of the Housing Authority. Mm -hmm. um, and a new requirement of the state right now is that uh, they're still trying to sort this out, but that we will have to have a tenant board member, mm -hmm. uh, which we're lucky enough to have. We've had Leona Bombard on our board for a but long actually, time. But actually, hasn't your board, I mean, it sounds like you've kind of been in the, the head of the scope. You've always had we have. a resident on your we board. Have. Yeah, a lot of housing authorities do, but some mm -hmm. just don't, mm -hmm. um, and they're going to make that a requirement, so mm -hmm. we'll have to figure that out as well. No, and that part I've always found to be uh, very helpful and very, um, I don't know, I just love the idea that the residents feel free to be able to talk to that person and then yep. be able to go to the board, which actually leads into you actually have a group of people, the residents themselves, that have a tenant commission, right? Yeah, they have a tenant association. Mm -hmm. It's more of a social group, but they do have monthly meetings and they do organize um, events like dinners and um, they do they do maybe a few field trips but they in uh, every year they try to raise money and they have their fair mm -hmm. um, around Christmas time um, but even going back to our board meeting the Housing Authority Board it is an open meeting like any other town meeting 
Um, anybody's welcome to attend. Mm -hmm. um, it, it works the same way as, as every other open meeting. If you want to be on the agenda, we ask that you call ahead of time so that we can put you on the agenda and do everything the right way. Um, and we do meet over at 41 Deming Way, and usually it's the second Monday of the month at 5 mm -hmm. p.m. That's, that's, you know, 10 out of 12 months a year, that is when we meet, but sometimes a Monday holiday gets in the way. <laughs> Well, I have to also say, you know, you have a lot of community support. Um, and if you maybe want to touch on that a little bit, I know the police department, the Wilmington Police Department, um, the Rotary, uh, who else am I missing? Uh, doing the breakfasts, they, they do a couple oh, of breakfasts. Oh, yeah, they do the, the Easter breakfast every yeah, year. They do, yeah. and a Thanksgiving dinner. And um, mm -hmm. they always have kids from the high school come, and people really do enjoy that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we do those every year. There's a lot of. Um, reaching out from the community and the police mm -hmm. department I you know can't say enough good things about them mm -hmm. anytime we need them they're right there obviously and yeah yeah um, reaching out to folks and they've even done a few talks you know in the community room when we've had some concerns and mm -hmm. um, I tell everybody to call them if, if you're concerned about something or worried you know yes call them. yeah yeah um. And I, again, that's, I think that adds to the sense of community where people feel comfortable that they can call. They can. Um, and they do, they do speak about the, the officers being down there, just being able to, to mingle, because I think they had um, a movie night or something like that. They that used they do. to do that, mm -hmm. yeah. They haven't been able, I don't know that they've been doing that recently. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the tenant association, you know, ebbs and flows depending mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. you know who's, in, who's, who's running it yeah. and yeah. how many people are interested and available to do it um, they're going to stop back up actually in September they, t they do take a few months in the summer off just like the rest of us that we yeah, try to I do wish. <laughs> <laughs> not quite uh. um, the other thing I wanted to mention too and I don't know if anybody ever sees this but sometimes um, we do work with the um, House of Corrections in Billerica yes. and we do use the inmates um, and they do come the work program is great um, we, we can get a group of guys for a day, we feed them lunch, and they will mow all the grass and trim all the bushes, and um, they've been a big help to us over the mm -hmm. years. They really have, mm -hmm. with only having one maintenance man, um, you know, we're grateful for that as well. Yeah, actually, I've, I've seen them in action when I've gone over there visiting, and, and actually the, the, um, the population there feels very comfortable with them there because they can see immediate gratification can. as to how well they, they, say they things do the work. They say, when are the inmates coming? Are they coming? <laughs> <laughs> the grass needs to be cut. But, I mean, Steve is, is great. He mm -hmm. does as much but as he's one only per one he's person. He's one so. person. You just yeah. cannot do everything yeah. at once. Um, and our budget is limited. Um, we talked about how we're, you know, run by the state, overseen by the state, and the way the housing authority operates is supposed to be off our our rental incomes, which are capped by the state, which are low. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a limited budget, you know, limited amount of money to do things and fix things up. And um, but we do pretty well. We're pretty resourceful. Do you see any? Um, not to put you on the spot or anything, uh, just at the top of my head. Do you see any discussions in the future, as in? with Massachusetts housing being at such a premium um, and being very difficult. Do you ever see it expanding or have you seen other towns t discussing expanding the state housing? I don't think the state housing is going to expand anytime soon. Um, 
the the trend was the state built a lot of public housing in the 60s and then like late 50s early 60s and then again in the in the 80s mm -hmm. um, they haven't really had a boom now now all of our capital dollars that we get from the state are going to take care of these units that we mm -hmm. built and some of them are aging and they need more attention and upgrades um, we had a conversation yesterday um, over in North Reading and, and Senator Tarr was there um, and we talked a lot about um, the state, whether or not they would build more housing. And mm -hmm. um, there was a representative from the Department of Housing and Community Development there as well. Um, and we, you know, he doesn't see, you know, you need a deep pocket of money mm -hmm. to do it. Um, and so they're looking at other, other ways to partner with private companies or, mm -hmm. you know, so they're looking, they're looking. I know there's a need because of our waiting list is so long, there is yep. a need. Um, and in places like Avalon and the metro station, they have affordable units, but they're not the same as what we have. No, um, I, I know, but the cost um, yeah. is not. No, it's not comparison. the same. No, it isn't. Um, so th there is a need. I don't mm -hmm. know. Like I said, we we get we get about one hundred ten thousand dollars a year for capital improvements. We have a capital improvement. It goes out three to five years. We update it every year. Um, it's just not quite enough money. I don't foresee us ever being able to save a pocket of that money to, to build to something new when we were just really trying to take care of what we already have. Which one of your big projects last year put a huge impact, uh, so such an improvement with the sidewalks and the, and the and road the, itself. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that was everyone saw immediate um, improvements with that. Yeah. The capital program from the state, I've been doing this for 18 years. Um, is really only probably about six or seven years old that they've they've been starting this flow of money to the mm -hmm. housing authorities. Used to be almost a competitive process, and small housing authorities really Never. didn't win out. Um, so it's nice to know that we are getting some money mm -hmm. every year, and we're able to do the roads, and we replace windows in one of the buildings in Hemingway. Uh, just this week, we're working on that. Um, but we've done a lot of other small things mm -hmm. that heating. Yep, that you don't see. Mm -hmm. um, the housing authority are are. are excuse me, um, also owns and operates 13 family housing units, which are single-family homes um, scattered around town. Uh, and, I don't, and I don't think many people quite realize that. Yeah. I'm glad you kind of opened that little box there as to discussing that, um, that not only is the House Authority responsible for Deming Way, but also these Also um, the 13, 13 houses, homes. right. And so those do take up some funds, obviously operating funds and mm -hmm. capital improvement funds. We have mm -hmm. to take care of those homes as well. Um, we're lucky to have those. It's a very unusual uh, family program mm -hmm. to have. Do a we have a large, it's for the invite, you know, for the community that we're in, it seems like a large number. Is that the average number for, for the communities around us as to the amount of homes in the town? What's the, uh, like say for example for Reading? I think Reading is a little bigger. Mm -hmm. I think Burlington has more as well mm -hmm. and Tewksbury. So we don't, maybe we're a little on the short side. Mm -hmm. We're lucky to have it. Not, yes. every, not yes. every town in the state has mm -hmm. public housing. And Massachusetts, I think, is one of three states in the country that even offers their own state public housing. So, Well, I always say Massachusetts, you really, people might complain about taxes and things, but you really get a big bang for your buck as in different types of services that are provided, housing being mm -hmm. one of them. You know, especially where you had said in the beginning, a 30%, roughly around 30% of, of your monthly income. I mean, that, um, that's a wonderful uh, monthly 
a monthly yeah, cost for rent. It's a great rent for most oh. folks. Um, and also, and, and speaking of that, if you don't mind me, um, uh, touching upon the fact of uh, you also take into account the amount of people that are paying for their health insurance mm -hmm. and their medications and their um, in determining that. If you want to touch upon that a little bit, uh, in, the rent in calculation. Um, as with many things with the state, there's a formula or a calculation. Um, we take in all of your income, which includes assets or interest earned on assets. And then on the other side, we take a, a, a percentage of your um, out-of-pocket out medical costs, which does include health insurance mm -hmm. and prescriptions, eyeglasses, co-pays, things like that. And it adds up for a lot of folks. Yes, it does. Um, and so that does keep the rent down a little bit mm -hmm. as well. That helps out especially today with uh, the medical costs, which has also affected our rents over the years. Mm -hmm. Our rents go down because everyone's medical costs go up. So, <laughs> but that's, that's what the program is, so. Well, do you feel that um, in our discussion, if I missed anything, or do you feel that you would, anything else that you would like to add, touch upon? Um, nope, I just, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad to be here mm -hmm. to get this information out and to let folks know that if you have questions or you want to apply, to come into our office at 41 Deming Way, um, right down there in Burlington Ave, off mm -hmm. of Burlington Ave, and um, just come in and ask us and, and apply. If you need an application, just give us a call. We'd be glad to put one in the mail to you. Um, and just to let you know too, in the future, the state is working on a centralized waiting list, and you'll be able to apply online which I'm sure we'll be helping folks with as we learn in the process as well. But I know there's pros and cons to that are, because when you do, do things online, not everybody has a computer. Right, right. Um, but like you said, there's assistance out there that we can help out also. Right, right, um, but it would be nice. Mm -hmm, um, you know, mm -hmm. we could even set the senior center up and people could apply from right there. So Yeah, great uh, idea, great yeah. idea, another <laughs> team event. Um, well, I want to thank you so much for being with us today um, and sitting here and discussing this with me. I think, you know, one of the important things for you to realize is that Maureen and I do work um, together um, as in if I have any concerns or um, if I, I see someone that's applying uh, saying they called me by accident, here's, you know, here's the information. Um, but at the same time, it's still a sense of community that the state does run um, the property and everything, but at the same time, uh, they are, we, we work t together closely. Um, and then also that with being a resident, you know, when we're saying that's the state property, obviously I don't want to give any impressions that you are uh, um, able to use all of the town um, things as in the senior center and that type of oh, thing. Oh, absolutely, right. So, but I want to thank you so much. Um, I appreciate it. And thanks, Denise. Okay. Um, Denise gets a lot of, we, we talked to Denise <laughs> quite a bit, um, but for coming up here, especially when it's so busy and at the end of the summer, beginning of fall, there's the changeover. Yeah. So. Um, but thank you very much, and uh, you never know, we might have you in the future because the way things change, just right. keeping people informed. Absolutely. So, thank you, Terry. Thank you right. for having me. Thank you so much. Um, I would like to be able to um, just give one piece of information as to, it's that fuel assistance time. Actually, some people at Deming Way mm -hmm. are also affected by this. You have received your renewal application in the mail again in um, this month being August. Uh, let's try to get those renewals out as soon as we can. If you need any um, assistance, please give me a call. Um, I know those packets at the renewal packets are pretty thick. There's like 10 to 12 pages in there. Believe it or not, out of that packet, there's only two pieces of paper that are extremely important 
for you to sign to get in, but also for your um, financial information too. Again, if you have any questions, just give a call. We also wanna let you know when I say we, that's also Laura Pickett, um, the case manager, that in September, the end of September, uh, the beginning of October, we'll get, be getting the new um, applications for this year, 2017, 2018. If you can imagine that, I still can't even believe that where does the summer going. So um, these are all coming up, but not to hesitate. The information of the financial guidelines will be in the town topics. will also be in our newsletter and on our website. Um, so please feel free to give a call with any questions for that. Thanks again for joining me today and for joining uh, Maureen Hickey with me today. And we are so happy you took a few minutes to find out more.